1: down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Do we cheers him? Like, mm-hmm. like a beer? Yep. All right. Wow. Well, what's, what's great about how you can't, it might sound like just two ordinary dudes eating ice cream goats together, but in actuality, we're looking at the view of a view I never thought I'd see. You know, there are certain cities you just grow up as a kid wondering about, thinking, will I ever see that place? And if I do, what's going to be the thing that takes me there? We're looking at Tokyo. We just got done um, spending our first night here. Um, maybe doing the best version of Tokyo you can do. We finished Australia. And we flew to Tokyo this morning. Adam, uh, Adam D. needed to uh, catch some Z's. So he's like, yo, I don't like football. I love sleep. These two things are canceling each other out.
0: I mean, Super Bowl at to Tokyo Hooters was probably an experience I'll never forget.
1: Well, let's let's just go back to where <laughs> I, I go. Where are we watching this game? And and she and I are both big football fans. And this is a you know we made some bets too, so there's a lot riding on this game. And so you much. and you Google uh, sports bars. There was one called Sports Bar.
0: There was one called Sports Bar. There was one called Maharaja, something like that. And then I was like, there's a Hooters, and it's very close. Shibuya. We're at the Shibuya Hooters.
1: And, uh, We're in Shibuya. When in
0: Shibuya, you eat Hooters wings and watch the Super Bowl.
1: And we go to this place at 8.30. Fuck. No, 8.15 we got there. The game started at 8.30 Tokyo time. And the place is packed. There's, it's standing room only. Yeah. Standing room only at a Hooters. This best, isn't fucking Radio City Music Hall. This best, is Hooters in Shibuya.
0: The best was that everyone there just wore whatever NFL gear they had in their closet. They just, <laughs> yeah, it, was, yeah. it was such a hodgepodge of <laughs> just fucking Garoppolo jerseys and fucking Cam Newton jerseys. And, <laughs> I mean, you, I didn't see a Packers jersey. I was pretty bummed. But there was definitely a Seahawks hat. Running around. There was, and uh, that wasn't Adam Ray. It was someone else.
1: Yeah, I felt. Uh, I felt there was almost like a, a a showdown of like, oh, you're rep, you're rep in Seattle on this side of the country without talking to me first. Shibuya, am <laughs> I gonna have to shank in Shibuya? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's called the Tokyo Shank.
1: <laughs> uh, first impressions of Tokyo, Kyle.
0: Um, very cool city very huge, very big. Uh reminds me a lot of New York City. Like it's just big.
1: but on acid, I feel like.
0: Yeah, like but like with a lot of like elect like a lot of lights, like a lot of EDM.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And more businesses per capita, I feel like. So much neon. Tokyo has so, so much neon. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of places don't have enough. This place has too much.
0: Too much neon.
1: There's a lot of alleyways. We walk down these alleyways to try to find a uh, a place to get some hot eats and cool treats, and uh, and we found. <laughs> DQ for <laughs> <laughs> Just quote Dairy Queen. That's one thing they don't have here. They
0: might. I mean,
1: hey, if Shibuya's got a Hooters, they got a Dairy Queen, <laughs> and put that on my gravestone if I die on this trip. <laughs> I will make it. You know, Adam Ray loved uh, Shibuya. He loved uh, he loved Hooters. He loved DQ, and uh, he always said if. Shibuya's got a Hooters. They got a DQ nearby. (laughs) You just got to look for it. It got very annoying. He actually said it once.
0: (laughs) said it way too many times.
1: Um, My first impressions, look, uh, you hear Tokyo is just like a uh, epicenter for technology, uh, overpopulation. Uh, I would say as chaotic as it seems, the people, the, the streets seem clean. The people seem organized. It's like organized chaos. I feel like everyone's walking to the beat of the drum that they should be going to, and it's almost like a beautiful symphony of, like, you're never stepping on anybody's toes.
0: Yeah, okay. everyone's super nice, even if there's the language barrier. It's, like, a lot of charades.
1: Yeah. You're like... Oh, well, tonight, Adam, we're at the, we had this little uh, Japanese restaurant that we found. It was great. I wish you could remember the name of it, so we give it a shout-out. Because I know the About Last Night listeners are frequently... Uh, Looking for new eateries in Japan, <laughs> but, but Diners
0: Drive-In Shibuya. <laughs> okay.
1: Diners Drive-Ins in Shibuya edition. Uh, but we're sitting down, and the woman goes, "No, you asked. You go. Where's the I restroom? Go.
0: Is there a bathroom? Is there a restroom?"
1: That just wasn't a, resonating. So then I just a blank stare. A blank stare. So I read the room. I take stare and I go. I'm going to see your stare and raise you a. Do you have a pee pee place?
0: <laughs> and then this lady, this poor girl, goes pee pee place. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, <laughs> no. And then Adam. Divine, <laughs> enact, just reenacted, taking his pants off and he sitting
1: goes, down on the shit. <laughs> like, he, literally, he literally did a charade right. version of walking. He did a little mini walk into a bathroom, a squat, a unzip, and they. And uh, <laughs> he's a great actor. He, yeah, he's a great actor. He committed. <laughs> he really is. And then yep. she goes,
0: ah, oh, restroom. Yeah. I like, I said that. I, I said
1: that. restroom. Why'd you do the full charade? All right. But... Um, the food was phenomenal. So good. That's one of the things, too. You want to eat authentic Japanese cuisine, and we did. We were starving because, look, once we got into the Super Bowl, if you don't know the time difference of certain places, Japan is, I think, 19 hours ahead? No.
0: 17 or 19. It's
1: a day, it's a day and change, or less than a day and change. Right now, it's... a.m. and in, uh, well, I know I know that I have to do some voiceover stuff at 2 a.m., which will be 9 a.m. You guys, LA time. So I don't know the yeah, whatever that is. You're a day behind, but it's Tuesday right now in in uh, Tokyo, and it's Monday at uh, let's see, two hours at 7:30 in the morning. It's Monday 7:30 in, in. Uh, Seattle and Los Angeles and and the West Coast. So, you know, we land at 5.30. We come back to the hotel. We go straight to a a Hooters. We watch the Super Bowl. Kyle and I come back. We're like, we got to crash. That time difference fucks you up, man.
0: Yeah, it's not good.
1: I mean, we could probably slept for a while. I mean, we were just just gone. But uh, thankfully, we got up because, you know, a lot of people in Tokyo rave about, You know, you should do this. You should do that. You should, you know, eat this. You should, you know, see that. Suck on that. Suck on that. Get an ice cream cone. Uh, Go to Shibuya. And one thing we made a point to do was go to the robot bar. The robot bar, I thought, initially, was a bar run by robots. I'm like, oh, Japan is so technologically advanced. These motherfuckers have bars with trained robots that serve and protect you.
0: They're living in 2030. That's what I thought. They're 12 years ahead of us.
1: When you don't know about something, (laughs) you, again, you create your own idea of what that place is. And I'm like, Tokyo's in the future. Everyone's always like, Japan's got everything, dude. Japan, you know, made in, you know, it says made in America, but that's, it's it's Japan, Japan, you know, America made in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, this place is going to be bonkers. And it is. But this robot bar was... um, a much better version of what I could have anticipated. It wasn't robots serving us drinks. It was like a, um, I don't even know, a, a, an acid was, trip a, a fucking yeah, was, characters. The, the, the show starts, a woman comes up and she goes, are you ready for two show to, fee, to be, to fun? Are you ready for fun to fun it? You know, and we're just like, fucking what? Yeah,
0: you know. The best is when they <clears throat> sang Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk You Up. And they would just... We're so cute trying to... God bless to, her, yeah. Yeah. Ch-
1: trying to get all the, uh, you but know...
0: The robots in this thing were insane. There was a storyline. There was, like, robots had taken over. The Robots and humans <laughs> lived harmoniously until the robots <laughs> took over. There's a whole, like, backstory. <laughs> and then, like... All this sword fighting. There were giant crabs. There were robots that would come out and be like, "How
1: dare you touch my crab? You shall die!" And then the queen's like, not if I have anything to say about it." (laughs) No. And her her line, I loved her line. She goes, "I saw what you did. I don't like it. Stop it!" And now I kill you. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) "Fuck yeah!" Cut right to the chase. (laughs) Yeah, but every the the show is an it was a ninety minute show in fifteen minute increments. And then in these intermissions, they'd pull out popcorn machines and light bulbs that you could put vodka sodas in and yeah. uh, banners and, and other hollabaloo.
0: taco Doritos.
1: You could buy taco Doritos. You could buy a bag of Doritos. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, it was a, uh, I mean, shit. They had a wall of celebrities that had frequented this, this show. And, I mean, with Charlie
0: Knoxville, <laughs> Rick Glassman. Rick Glassman,
1: the Japan Jew Rick Glassman version we saw on the wall. Shout
0: out to Japan and Rick Glassman. (laughs) Japanish Jew Rick Glassman. looked like he was having a great time.
1: There's a Rick Glassman version in every uh, country, I feel like. Yes. Um, Yeah, that was bonkers. And then we went to a little bar tonight called the uh, Bar's a Guy, to which the guy told us the translation was Bar the Guy. The Guy Bar. Yeah, the Guy Bar. It was three floors up. It was a bar that That's held probably thing. nine people. Everything
0: we were... has so many floors to get to. Like, yeah, we're on like the 5th or the 6th or the 7th. You just walk up to the thing.
1: Yeah, do Japanese people have just amazing cabs? i mean, I haven't checked, but I'm going to check tomorrow.
0: They're so short. I didn't look at the cabs.
1: By the way, how great is this ice cream cone? I mean... What's it called, by the way? Can we give a shout-out to the company?
0: Uh, No, it just says 7-Eleven. More tasty, more affordable, frozen <clears throat> treats. Oh, oh, wait, 7 Premium is ever-evolving.
1: But, so, but by the way, um, 7-Eleven and Hooters and Burger King and McDonald's, the only American businesses I've seen in Tokyo.
0: There's a Taco Bell I saw online. I did, we didn't see it, but I definitely want to go check out the Tokyo Taco Bell. Oh, and the guy, the dude, the, we met this couple at the bar that we sat down with at the Hooters. Very nice. First time one guy that he had ever watched oh, football yeah. was the Super Bowl. Yep. And he was just a dope, dope guy. But he was telling me about how we had to eat raw horse meat. And I'm, I mean, maybe
1: I, we didn't eat raw he say, horse meat. And he said it tastes like chicken, kind of?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. No. He said tastes he, like
1: horse. Yeah, probably. He was really adamant about that. It was like, what do we do? He was like, eat the raw horse meat. He said meat.
0: we could eat raw chicken.
1: And he said And that, he said it makes you strong.
0: Yeah, he's like, it's big, make you big and strong, raw chicken. I mean, well, I didn't know what he was saying, raw. I thought he was saying roll. Yeah. Raw chicken. I am like, ah, I don't know what you're <laughs> yeah, saying.
1: Raw it. chicken. No, what? No, man. Roll chicken. What? No,
0: raw. <laughs> like, ah. Roll doll's chicken. Roll
1: chicken. I <laughs> <laughs> ah. got the real Willy Wonk in the Chocolate Factory. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard raw chicken can be a good source of protein. I'm not looking. Here's one of those things, too, man. I, I, I'm I a very yes I think you, Adam, and I all... Are like, what's what's on the agenda? What have we not done? Let's do it. Yeah. There's certain things, especially food-wise, where I'm gonna kind of pull the pull the plug on the, on on participating. But that being said, I also succumb to peer pressure pretty easily. Where it's like, if you and I were both like, we're getting raw horse meat, I would get it. I mean, I, but I'm not going out of my way to get it by myself. Yeah, I'm not I... Anthony Bourdain. Which, by the way, Anthony Bourdain saw this robot show and Adam told me he said that he called it one of the wonders of the world.
0: It's fucking amazing. Yeah. There's...
1: And Bourdain has seen some shit. They
0: put on such a good show. Like, the energy was just... You could go in not speaking a lick of any language that remotely resembles anything else. And they give you, like, they give you laser lights and then... They just, I think, oh, they yeah. have crowds pumping and clapping and every, the music, and it's just it's just a great time.
1: What do you think it's uh, the equivalent to an American show for, like if you were to say... Siegfried and Roy. For a Japanese person to come and see...
0: Siegfried and Roy, without the Tigers, all the gayness. Without
1: the Tigers, <laughs> just a gay blowjob festival. <laughs> That's no, I all mean, ro- it's like a
0: Vegas, it was like a Vegas type yeah. show.
1: Probably like a Cirque du Soleil show.
0: Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But with way more neon lights.
1: Way more neon lights and way more intense and way more intimate. Yeah. And way more confusion. Because, well, actually, Cirque du Soleil, I never really know what's going on in the story. It's always like the guy did a backflip underwater. I've never seen Cirque du Came up. Really? Never. Well, let me give you a little breakdown. A guy will do a backflip into a pool of water. Then him and a woman will be pulled out of the water by a tightrope. They'll be suspended like 60 feet into the air. They'll be put into like some weird glass gerbil cage. They'll start spinning <laughs> in it. One guy will be like stretching stretching outside of the throw up guy. <laughs> then a couple of dwarves start doing some handstands. And you're like, this was 60 bucks.
0: <laughs> Before you know it,
1: show's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before you know it, Siegfried and Roy come out going, Who wants a hand job? The, the blue man group. The blue man group is The blue ball group. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Blue Man Group?
0: No, I haven't seen them either.
1: Have you been to Vegas?
0: It's been like five years, man, six years. So no. Even when I went, I just... I'm a degenerate gambler, and I just... Gamble. You love it. I love gambling, so... I'll do, I'll do all that, and I, it's like shows? Nah. Lock me in a casino for seven <laughs> hours, pump in the oxygen, and I'll either come out to up 10,000 or down 20, <laughs> so you fucking tell me.
1: <laughs> I'll either be... I'll, I'll either be investing in your business or asking for child support. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I can't pay the alimony.
1: <laughs> hey, What's your poker? I love Hold'em. Have you ever thought about getting in the World Series of poker? I
0: would love to. I. Uh,
1: How do we do that?
0: <laughs> you, have, you have 10 grand? Sponsor me. Anybody out there listening, I have 10 grand. Is that what it takes? Yeah. The World Series, the main event 10 grand. And it's just, just so many people. And it's so many days. But... How good are you? I mean, I'm not professional, but I, th- I feel like I can hold my own and I usually make good reads. But, like, when you know how everyone knows. Like, How's like,
1: your poker face?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, it's not as good as uh, Lady Gaga's but uh, <laughs> it's pretty
1: good. It'd be great if that's where that song came from. It did. She's good at poker? She's
0: so good at poker. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, she puts on a smoky eye or makeup and, like, that's. Are you kidding problem. me? <laughs> I'm kidding. You. I know what Lady Gaga poker face. Oh, yeah, she's got a great poker face. And then
1: she stuttered. Harley Ray me. Jepson. Now that's...
0: I got a poker face. I think you have aces. You have a good hand. You're stuttering. Just
1: stuttering. <laughs> Only Porky Pig stutters that hard, and he sucks with this game. But he, but I fold. Okay. All right, man. Just settle down, Porky. Oh, shit. Um, Wait, so, uh, yeah, well, I've only seen it on ESPN, and it looks really intense. And a buddy of mine from college did it, and he got really far, and it was like a three, four-day event.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, you get to the final nine, and then they, like, suspend play for months on end, and it's a whole spectacle.
1: I knew guys in college that would gamble online and pay for their college through gambling online.
0: Well, it's... it's gambling, it's, you're going to lose. It's not like a I remember today I told Adam Ray a couple of bets on the Super Bowl, and then as soon as they were hitting and he's like, "I should have put I'm like, "No. Of course, it's winning. You, yeah. that's when you think you should have put it on, but you got to do a bet with inside your means, guys. If you have a problem call one 100 Gamblers Anonymous, Well, that's real, but
1: yeah, you're taking a bet on how often people call it. what? I don't know. So so um I do want people to know the bets we made today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um I, I mean, asked Kyle, I go, what what are the what are the um the spreads? You know, I'm I'm, not, I'm new to gambling, so it's like you know, the the point differential, what it means to be, you know, take the under, the over. And then he introduces me to the idea of prop bets, which is like the fun bets. Basically best. the they're, reason that you bet. They're just the best. It's like you know what color Gatorade's gonna get dumped on? Yellow, which Kyle guessed yellow, and that's what won. Well, it
0: was yellow or clear. I don't. I still didn't see the video because in Tokyo, you don't get the whole feed. They got the
1: live feed of the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, but they don't have commercials. Which was
1: we didn't see any weird. commercials. We saw one commercial yeah. for like a weird like racing pager you know. or something I don't know or, I don't what know was it a racer pager r- yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a racer pacer pace, it was a pacemaker, <laughs> was a pace, yeah, was okay. a pacemaker. hooked up to a walkie talkie
1: <laughs> wait so uh but you did tell me about in the Gatorade thing you only guessed yellow because you done your research and what
0: in the NFC well I was watching a recap and in the NFC title game the Eagles won and they put yeah, they dumped the coach with yellow Gatorade And I was like, done. Eagles are going to win. I hate the Patriots. I also hate the Eagles. Let's preface that, too. They both suck. But I thought the Eagles would win. They did. And I was thinking yellow Gatorade. Plus, I mean, the Gaga, not the Gaga, but the National Anthem bet.
1: That bet was, that's my funnest. That's my favorite bet of all time. That was the best because it was basically Will Pink sing under two minutes or over two minutes. And then it's released that she has the flu. So first of all, when Kyle tells me this is a bet, I'm like. She's sick. I start singing to myself. I'm like, oh, say, what would Pink do? You know? And I started thinking that I can imagine what Pink would do, and I can actually do it. Because I'm like, she's a pop star. She's not going to drag things out that too much. Not going hold the notes. Um, she, and then when she had the flu, it's like, oh, she wants to get through this. Yeah. And she did, but we walked in at about, we walked in at, a uh, minute and a half in, uh, the and the Rockets' days, red glare. I think we walked in it, yeah. and that seemed long to me, which just goes to show you don't know. No, and and then I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, we went long. And then Cal's buddy texted me, he goes, dude, it's not looking good. I don't know what it was, but that felt long. <laughs> and we we're just like, fuck. <laughs> and then you check it out, and it was one fifty three. Minute 53, pink baby, unders. which is crazy. Like unders, unders, we won, but uh, seven seconds.
0: Yeah, it was like, like a seven or eight second differential where. Vegas, how does Vegas know? Vegas is so good at being like, hey, it's this right on the number, and then that's the number that hits.
1: Also, I mean. like, how do you, like, what if Pink had some thing in her earpiece where it was like, what if she was in cahoots with Vegas and they were like, you're at 140, speed it up.
0: <laughs> cut so, off Home of the brake. <laughs> Stop it now.
1: Rockets, Red Glare, <laughs> and then we end it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave them on a high note in anticipation. <laughs> they got to come back next year if they want to well, hear how the song con- finishes. There was a
0: controversy last year where she's the I don't know who it was, but she sang "Home of the Brave" twice. Who the fuck was that? I don't remember. But she sang it twice, and a lot of the books either didn't honor it or honored it. But this year, I noticed when I bet it, it said from the first note until the last note. They like prefaced it with like a not even just. They're like the moment she starts to the moment she stops. <laughs> like okay. Um, sure. Pink. Get you some. Adam's got a mouthful of ice cream right now, just so you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. It was so fun. And, uh, now we have one more day, and then we go to Army bases. And, uh, you haven't done that before either.
0: No, I've never, I mean, I think I've been to a base in uh, Omaha, off at Air Force Base. I've visited there before, but never overseas, and... My grandpa actually was stationed, I think Kadina Kadena Air Force Base. Oh shit! With Kyoto, I can't remember which one. But my grandpa was in the Air Force for years, and he actually was at. I remember I told him that I was coming over here, and he's like, "I was at that base. For oh my god, forty years ago!" And no, yeah. he really, really loved Japan.
1: So he's he's real locked into us being here.
0: Yeah, he's really pumped.
1: Um, yeah, it'll be crazy. It'll be cool to entertain the troops, but also like get a little slice of what that's like, and see how they're living.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Wednesday we get a, a tour of the, the USS Reagan, which is the newest uh, aircraft carrier. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that's the newest Fuck. one. So that's just billions Again, of dollars.
1: Again, another thing where it's just like you only see it in movie and TVs and... Um, TVs, movies and... TV and movies. <laughs> TVs and movies and... <laughs> movies and TVs. Shows and podcasts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To where you're you, you, you know, getting a... A real up close and personal view is when it resonates as far as being a real thing. But well, that'll be cool. Um, real quick, Australia. Last oh. few days, I did one a podcast. The first few days, um, we had just held koalas and kangaroos.
0: Okay, nice. so this was
1: the day after. Then we went to uh, and we had done Australia and that. And then the next few days were taking a shoey on stage. Oh man! Which uh, apparently in Australia, taking a shoey is a big deal where people. Uh, drink a beer out of a shoe. Did not know that. They yelled at Adam to do it on stage. He did it, and I'm he, downstairs.
0: Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, a thousand people tell me to do a shoey. Yeah, okay, I'll take off my shoe." Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can pander with the best of them. And so he does it, and I just hear downstairs people going fucking nuts. And I'm like, "What the fuck is that all about?" Cal comes down. And he goes, "He just drink a beer out of a shoe." I go, "What the fuck <laughs> on purpose?"
0: Well, no, he slipped. He tripped. <laughs> The shoe came <laughs> off, the beer Into the shoe. Yeah, man, Didn't
1: want to waste a cup. Uh, yeah, so so uh, they're going nuts. And then I think it's probably been posted on social media. Actually, it has by me where we went to a beach in Perth, a city beach. And uh, Adam asked me to put sunscreen on his back. <laughs> and look, I will stick to this story. Okay. Kyle wants to buzz my balls and be like, <laughs> I'm Dude, definitely going to counteract your story, Yeah, 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 So I start rubbing. And look, for me, when you're rubbing somebody's back and putting I'm actually sunscreen actually rubbing on, Adam's back right now. When you're putting sunscreen on someone's back, that's a new uh, sensation. That's a new thing. If you haven't done that. So now you're just waiting for the signal <laughs> for when the person's comfortable level starts to drop. I love so how you, you
0: called it a new sensation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you describing TLC hitting the music scene? It's <laughs> a new sensation. I didn't,
0: I didn't know my dick would be hard I didn't know. I
1: didn't know. So I start rubbing the sunscreen and I do a a I guess kind of a counterclockwise move. A move that basically spreads the screen from shoulder to shoulder blade, leaving a gap <laughs> in the middle. The screen. And two and a half seconds in I hear Adam go, Thank you. And again, waiting for that signal to be like when do I release the hands and abort application? And, uh, and that was that moment. And guess what, man, you're just as guilty of me bailing two seconds in for you not to recognize. Did you get it all in two seconds? He could have easily been like, did you get it? No, he just goes, cool. Assumed I got it. That's on you. Assuming I know how to apply sunscreen properly. (laughs) So then, so then, uh, Three days later, maybe a day later, we all are like, fuck, you guys burnt? You burnt? Yeah, shoulders, legs. Peeling. We're all starting to peel. And Adam's like, yeah, my back is toasted. And we're like, really? Pulls his shirt off. And it's just like the most comical version of a sunburn you can see. It's pretty funny. And uh, he pulled it off in Brisbane and and, I, and was like, here's how shitty of a friend Adam Ray is. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. And I go, you want me to do a shoey? People go nuts. I take a shoey. Definitely felt it for a few minutes, but uh, that, that feeling quickly went away because the next night in Melbourne that we flew to, we had a day off and guess who's playing in Melbourne? Oh, I don't know. Weezer and Foo Fighters. Oh, guess what? I don't know. We get to go backstage. We watch the rest of the show from side stage. We go backstage. We hang out with Dave Grohl and the band. We become friends with Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl goes, can I come to your show tomorrow night? Fuck yeah, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl and company come to our show in Melbourne, hang out pre-show, hang out post-show. Insane. I mean, look, like I was a Foo Fighters fan. Then I went on a Foo Fighters binge rabbit hole of like documentaries and YouTube clips. But like, how was that for you?
0: That was insane <clears throat> because Adam and myself growing up, like, they were. Them, Nirvana, Weezer, Green Day, Bush, like those are the top. Like Foo Fighters have been a top two or three band for me forever. So like, meeting Dave Grohl was so surreal. It was insane. And he's the nicest, most down to earth. Like I remember multiple occasions when we were like, "Come to the show." He's like, "Are you sure it's okay if we come to the show?" I'm like, "Shut the fuck." Up. Yes, come to the. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just a very nice, down to earth guy. Um but it was surreal like turned like the manager the the Foo Fighters tour manager is also Blink-182's tour manager Right. so we actually got to meet them at the forum I met Mark Hoppus earlier this year so like the fact that I met Mark Hoppus and Dave Grohl in the same year is like Bonkers. just insane yeah yeah but it was it was it was an amazing experience
1: and uh he like told us Nirvana stories in the back he told us this one yeah. story about how Dave Grohl, because we were just talking about dealing with hecklers and, and whatnot, and he said one time, Kurt Cobain, somebody threw a shoe at him, and he took the shoe and pissed in it. And then after the show, he was like, so whose shoe is this? And some girl, a little girl, comes up and is like, did you guys find my shoe? <laughs> <laughs> and he pissed in this like, sweet little girl's shoe. Um, but yeah, that was Mine, These were crazy. and uh, And then we ended Australia by doing the Sydney Opera House, which... You know from Finding Nemo, but you also know from just being one of the most iconic venues in the history of the world.
0: Um, yeah, P Sherman Forty Two Wallaby Way.
1: P Sherman Forty Two Wallaby Way. So iconic, in fact, that um, that that something bonkers happened while I was on stage. That um, that I want to play for you. So basically, uh, Walshy. I can't believe that you even caught this on tape. <laughs> I know. Of all the moments to like be taping,
0: I was just like, "Yeah, this is." I'll just get a bit or two from Adam Ray and see what's up, and
1: which was awesome because I did want to see like footage because they don't tape the shows. They got some pictures and whatnot, and and those were cool. But like, the acoustics were next level, man. So Almost, sick. like fifteen hundred people just it, the, it, you know it's they have opera there. They had a Mozart uh, tribute show there. I think uh, today, uh, and so, and we're doing dick jokes there. So the lights go out on me randomly, and then this happens. Uh, package that compliment with, no homo. <laughs> Still in 2018, no homo, man, all right? Just <laughs> to, 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 to let you know, things ain't going further than that compliment, Craig, Right? I said you got a cool jacket, man. I try to travel the world with you No, know, the lights fade out on me. The lights fade out, and then they just come up. <laughs> I get a goofers real quick and just piss myself. i tell <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, are like, hey man, fucking, it didn't happen to enough, so keep on going. We're fine. Our souls are intact. hope he came out of my. I mean so crazy by the way the sound guy or the light guy was just like "Yeah, sorry man I just hit the wrong button I was like yeah man well he changed the look he had a wash on you and then it went out and he like
0: panicked and then all of a sudden you had a spotlight like it was completely <laughs> like a completely different
1: look and like, I, what the fuck and I didn't I, I was one of those things where I was like I felt like it was a big lighting ch- like I felt the lights went out on me but I was like I'm just gonna keep going and then it was so abrupt the, the <laughs> contrast of the spotlight <laughs> That I had to look up <laughs> and then when people laugh, they go, all right, they saw that. Yeah, This <laughs> is where you're just like, there's no way that happened to me at the Sydney Opera House, but <laughs> nobody's immune to to, uh, to spontaneity. But that um, was cool.
0: Yeah. The Opera House was so iconic. So, so rad.
1: And the Goofers, by the way, for those of you who don't know, is a beer that I thought was a Cooper's. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. <laughs> It's written in cursive. It says Coopers. It's, it's actually, it's Coopers. I thought it said Goofers. So we've been, the rest of the tour, been joking around about making up a yeah, beer if called you, Goofers. you have
0: having a Goofers, you're having a laugh.
1: So there's a commercial where it's a guy drinking a, <laughs> well, from an original, from uh, a, pa- I don't even know if I should give this away. Nah, save it. I'm going to save it. Save it. Yeah. Just, would you drink a Goofers? Would you drink a Goofers as an American beer? Because apparently, Foster's, Australian for beer is also American for bullshit yeah, not because really. Foster's does not exist in Australia. And they're like, we've never had it before. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the British, <laughs> British guy talking about it on Australian <laughs> beer. The <A> worst accent. Who's <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> but they don't, they don't have it down there. So America made it up to be like, these, these fucking dumbasses don't know. Yeah. This is what they drink. And no, they don't. They drink Cooper's. So, we want to make up another beer. Would you have a Goofers? Tweet at the podcast, at alienpodcast, hashtag Goofers. Would you have a Goofers? Because it sounds like a fun beer. Hey, give me a couple of goofs. We're going to go to the pub and have some goofers with our buddies. We're going to get goofed tonight. I'm there. I think everybody is. All right. Um, well, we're off to uh, where on Wednesday? Some Air Force Base. Around Tokyo. We
0: don't fly out of Tokyo until Friday.
1: We don't come back to the States until February 14th. Valentine's Day. Perfect timing.
0: So beautiful. <laughs> so right.
1: Love is in the air. We're all getting a dinner. Us yeah. three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've made a reservation inside.
1: Um Well, hope uh, hope you guys have a great week. And um, look, if you haven't gotten to travel outside the States, let this let this be a lesson to you. Get out of your bubble. Even if it means driving four hours south or four hours east or twelve hours north. Get the fuck out of where you're at oh, because it. the world's a, a lot bigger than what you think. And um, and the food is way better than where you're at. And everyone in Australia wants to talk about Trump. Oh, they really do. <laughs> I mean, I even said, I was like, how'd you guys view that? Were you like, grab my the pussy? There's no way they're going to let it. Oh, they're going to try it out. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck <laughs> these motherfuckers. They're going to need the goofers to wash down fuck. the taste of that. I need a couple goofers. All right. Well, thanks, watching. Yeah, no worries, bud. I'll see you, uh
0: tonight while we sleep together. I'm going to hold you.
1: (laughs) Good night. you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glass.